Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. beautiful friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I am so happy that you're joining me today. Today's solo app is all about meditation, but before I get into it, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to those of you that have given the podcast a five-star rating and left a written review. I read every single review and the positive feedback and support and love that you've shown me and the pod seriously gives me all of the feels and I truly appreciate you taking the time to do that. I think I've mentioned this before, but leaving a five-star rating and a review only takes a couple of minutes, so it might not seem like a big deal, but it really does make a big difference and it helps the podcast out so much and I really truly appreciate that. So if you haven't already, if you have a moment, I would love if you could do that. I would be so grateful. All right, let's get into today's topic, meditation. I actually posted a question box on my Instagram story and I asked you to send in your questions. And I'm not gonna lie, I was blown away at all of your insightful questions. There were so many good questions and I'm really hoping that I can answer them for you in today's podcast episode and provide some clarity on this powerful practice. So let's just start off with the basics. What is meditation? Meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing their mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. I like to think the goal of meditation is to find equanimity. Meditation is kind of like yoga for your mind. It's an opportunity for you to take time out of your busy schedule to get quiet and turn your attention inwards and to truly practice detachment. Everything you see and experience in your outer world is a reflection of what you think in your mind. Our thoughts lead to actions, actions lead to habits, habits lead to personality traits and behaviors, and personality traits and behaviors as well as actions all lead to your present reality. So in order to shift your outer reality and create an experience of your life that is aligned with what you desire, you have to first pay attention to what's happening within. Meditation is not a doing practice, it's a state of being. It's about shifting into our natural state of being. We are, after all, human beings, not human doings. Meditation is an opportunity for you to become an observer instead of a passenger to your ego. And I think it's really powerful that in practicing meditation, you start to notice that you are not your thoughts. And you start to notice that sensations in the body ebb and flow. They're not constant. And you also start to notice that thoughts ebb and flow. They're not constant. And ultimately you realize that you are in charge of the way that you feel, the way that you respond, and how much energy you give or don't give to certain thoughts and feelings that arise. 
And meditation, I think, oftentimes is looked at as kind of a spiritual, hippy-dippy, woo-woo practice, but there's also a lot of health benefits to a meditation practice that have been backed by science. There's a great article on the benefits of meditation on Healthline that dives into these more deeply, but just to give you a quick overview of the science-backed benefits of meditation, meditation has been proven to help reduce stress. When we experience mental and physical stress, we also experience increased levels of the stress hormone cortisol, which can create inflammation in the body that can in turn cause sleep disruptions, promote depression and anxiety, increase blood pressure and contribute to fatigue and cloudy thinking. Research has shown that meditation may also improve symptoms of stress-related conditions, including IBS, PTSD, among other chronic conditions. Meditation has also been scientifically proven to reduce anxiety because meditation can reduce stress levels and elicit a relaxation response that translates to less anxiety. Meditation paves the way for more mental clarity, which can in turn foster better emotional health, which influences the way that you see and experience your world. Meditation can also help you gain deeper self-awareness and it can even help you increase your attention span. Meditating regularly helps increase the strength and endurance of your attention, right? You're training the mind. One study found that people who listened to a guided meditation experienced improved attention and accuracy while completing a task. A similar study showed that people who regularly practiced meditation performed better on a visual task and had a greater attention span than those without any meditation experience. So if you're looking to be more productive and you're looking to get more done and take action towards your goals, Meditation can actually help you do that. Even meditating for a short period each day can benefit you. The improved focus you gain through regular meditation can boost your memory and mental clarity. And those benefits can actually help fight age-related memory loss. In the article, they also talk about how meditation can help with addiction recovery and how meditating regularly develops mental awareness and can help you manage triggers for unwanted impulses. Meditating can help you sleep better, lower blood pressure, improve blood circulation, lower your heart rate, and so much more. I know that meditation can be quite intimidating, but the reality is it's a lot more approachable than you might think. And I also received some feedback on my Instagram about how some of you feel like it's time wasted doing nothing, but that is Ooh, guys, that is simply just not true. Again, we are not human doings. We are human beings. And taking time to be still and get present is an absolute game changer. And I was recently reading a book called The Magic of Manifesting, and I was just flipping through the book trying to find the passage that I wanted to talk to you about, but of course I can't find it right now, but I will paraphrase. But the author basically was saying that it's kind of shocking that so many of us are unwilling or not prioritizing the state of our mind, yet we're so concerned with everything happening outside of us and seeking to manifest our desires and to control our environment and are checking in with what everybody else is doing, yet we don't take time each day to check in with ourselves and develop 
equanimity within ourselves and become mindful and intentional with our thoughts. And it just it just made so much sense to me because when I get feedback about meditation that it seems like a waste of time or that you're doing nothing, I think of that. I think of this unconscious resistance to building a solid foundation and the solid foundation starts in your mind. Again, everything in your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality. And I know that when you're sitting in stillness, it can feel like you're doing nothing, but that's your ego telling you that it's unproductive. Your ego is not your amigo, as my yoga teacher and mentor Travis Elliott would say. (laughs) Stillness is productive. Stillness shifts you into a state of receiving. And when you're in a state of receiving, you become a magnet for miracles and ideas and abundance and everything that you're wanting to attract. So logistically, I think that there's some confusion about meditation. And there's a common misconception that meditation is an act of stopping thoughts right? We think that it's you're emptying your mind of all thoughts, but that couldn't be farther from the truth. When you're meditating, the thoughts are still there. They still come up. It's not about eliminating all thoughts, but rather becoming the observer of your thoughts. It's about noticing the thoughts when they come up and choosing to redirect your awareness. The practice isn't in emptying your mind. The practice is in gently guiding your awareness back to your breath when thoughts come up or back to the mantra or back to whatever it is you've chosen to focus on. Again, the goal in meditation is not to stop all thoughts. It's a practice in training the mind to refocus on whatever you've chosen to focus on in your meditation. And actually, if I'm being honest here, if you resist your thoughts by trying to push them away with frustration, they will only persist. What you resist persists. A lot of questions I got on Instagram were about how to not think, how to stop the mind, etc. So I want to make sure that this is super clear. We are not stopping thoughts or emptying the mind in meditation. We are training the mind to do as we ask, which in this case is focusing on the breath, a mantra, or a word. Instead of allowing our minds to run the show and get caught up in one of the, I think that it's like we think more than 70,000 thoughts a day. The idea is to become an active participant in your life and train the mind to focus on things that are in alignment with how you want to experience this life. So let me give you an example. I sit down to meditate, start to focus on my breath. I'm inhaling and I'm exhaling. I'm inhaling and I'm exhaling and I'm fully present with my breath. I'm quote unquote meditating and then without even realizing it, I'm suddenly thinking about the squirrel that darted out in front of my car last week and how much that scared me. And then I slammed on the brakes and then I'm thinking, wow, I'm so happy I stopped in time. Whoa, I'm lost in thought. The practice of meditation is in first awareness, awareness that you've gotten distracted right? So the moment that I'm like, whoa, I'm thinking about a squirrel from three weeks ago. What happened? That's step one, awareness that I've gotten lost in thought. And then two, choosing to redirect your awareness back to your breath and doing so without judgment. This is really important. So when I notice that I've gone off the rails thinking about this squirrel incident, the script in my mind would be something like this. Oh, wow. I just got lost there. Brain. We are not thinking about this random scroll right now. We are focusing on the breath. Back to the breath. Let's go. Inhale. Exhale. So on and so forth. 
But then maybe again, before I know it, I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch or work later or why the dog is whining. And then again, when I become aware that I've gotten lost in thought, that I've allowed my mind to wander, I choose to redirect my awareness back to my breath without judgment. Some days it's going to feel like there's a lot more distraction than others. And some days you're going to feel like you're really in flow and your meditation practice feels fluid and easy. Both are good practices because again, it's not about having no thoughts. It's about choosing to redirect your awareness in the way in which you do it. And it doesn't matter how many times you have to redirect your awareness. That's the practice, right? Like it's not about not having to redirect your awareness. The practice is redirecting your awareness. So whether it happens one time or a hundred times, it's okay. It's called a practice for a reason. And the more you do it, the more fluid it will start to feel. And again, each day is going to feel different. It's ridiculous, in my opinion, to expect the same experience or the same thing to occur each day exactly as it has the day before. Everything in this world, including ourselves, is changing on a cellular level on a moment-to-moment basis. Even if we think something is the same, it isn't. It's impossible. You're not even the same person you were when you started to listen to this podcast episode. So please give yourself some grace and allow space for fluctuations in your meditation practice and in your life. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about the actual how, how to start meditating. So to start meditating, I'd say the first thing is that you need to decide what you're going to focus on. For example, maybe you pick a word that you'll silently repeat in your mind or an affirmation or a mantra, or my personal favorite is to focus on the breath, but you want to give your mind something to anchor into. So let's use the breath as an example. When I'm meditating on my breath, I'm either silently repeating inhale as I inhale and exhale as I exhale, or sometimes I simply just allow my mind to follow the breath. And what I mean by that is I notice the breath coming in through my nose, my ribs expanding, my lungs expanding, and then noticing the breath going out as I exhale, right? My belly and my lungs contract. And whenever my mind starts to wander, I notice that I've gotten lost in thought and I simply just guide my awareness back to my breath. If you're new to meditation and don't know where to start, my best advice is just to start. Start small. Don't overwhelm yourself with the goal of 20 minutes per day. Set aside five minutes a day to sit in stillness. Build the habit and then expand on it in time. For me, I have to meditate first thing in the morning. Otherwise, my ego makes excuses later and I don't get to it. (laughs) You can even just sit up in bed. Like, take the guesswork out of it for yourself. Make it easy for yourself. Sit up in bed in your PJs before you check your phone, before you get out of bed, before your ego has time to give you excuses as to why it's a waste of time, (laughs) right? Don't overcomplicate it. Sit up in bed, set a timer and get still. Five minutes, that is nothing. You can do five minutes. And like I mentioned earlier, I personally just like to focus my awareness on my breath, but if you feel like you want and need a little extra support, I've actually uploaded a bonus episode for you with a short guided meditation that you can do daily. So you can start your meditation practice with me and just listen to the guided meditation. I think it's also worth noting that there are so many different ways that you can meditate. And I share about some of my favorite ways in my 12-week program, The Yoga Inspired Life, which, by the way, I have another cycle beginning spring 2021. Registration is open. If you're interested in joining, definitely send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me directly. All of my information is in the show notes. But truly anything that you are fully focused on can be meditative. 
It's all about your awareness and your intention. Yoga for me is a meditative practice because I'm fully focused on my breath. Surfing can be meditative because you're fully focused and present. Washing the dishes can become meditative. Noticing how the soap feels on the dish. It's, it's all about being fully present and not being a passenger to your ego, but actually directing your awareness and your thoughts towards whatever it is you've chosen to focus on. I also got asked a lot about whether to sit or lay down. Typically we're told that meditation is best done sitting upright. So you want your spine aligned and you wanna be sitting straight, but comfortably, not rigid. And I do like to do my morning meditations seated, but if I'm doing a longer guided visualization meditation, I like to lay down. But in either position, you really wanna have a long straight spine and you wanna maintain a relaxed and open energy in the body. The only thing about laying down is that it gives your ego an opportunity to tell you you should take a nap <laughs> and you can fall asleep, you know? So I like to sit upright. If you feel like you end up getting really distracted by lots of sensations in the body, you can sit up against a wall or you can sit upright in a chair. Also though, side note, your ego is gonna make you think that your leg is on fire when you start to feel some numbness or sensation in the leg. And that's just an opportunity for your ego to talk you out of stillness. And my best advice, if that's happening to you, is for you to simply observe the sensation without doing anything about it, without judging it, without acting on it right away, just simply observe it. And like I said earlier, I think that you'll start to notice that sensations ebb and flow, thoughts ebb and flow. The idea is to recognize that you are not your body, you are not your thoughts, and you have a choice in whether you engage with the sensations and thoughts or not. I think we as humans like to overcomplicate things. So when it comes to meditation, I think it's important to simplify it, especially when you're just getting started or even if you're just getting started with implementing the habit. Let go of any expectations, do your best to refrain from judgments, and simply just give yourself the gift of stillness. Even just five minutes a day will make a difference. And remember, it's a practice. You have to allow yourself to practice. Give yourself grace. I really don't think that there's a right or a wrong way to meditate, a good or a bad meditation practice. As long as you show up and you do your personal best in each passing moment, that's a win. Before I wrap this up, I do just want to say that we live in a society and in a time in our world where doing and masculine energy and more and producing is king right? Like that's the goal, but there is a lot of strength and clarity to be found in stillness. Shifting into stillness is shifting yourself into a state of receptivity. And in order to really be in a place of equanimity or balance, you need both the doing and the stillness. And when you're do, 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 doing, that's not productive. I need to be doing, producing masculine energy. That's going to throw you out of balance if you're not finding stillness and allowing yourself to be in a state of receiving. More on that later though. I feel like that could be a whole podcast episode in itself because I've recently had a full-blown realization that... I was really in my masculine energy and it was really pushing me to a point where I was almost energetically strangling all of my desires and manifestations. But meditation and stillness and letting go and detachment, it's powerful, you guys. It shifts the energy. Now, don't get me wrong. Doing and producing and, and like 
making moves and feeling productive, I'm all about it. I love it. But there is also something super powerful, and I experienced this about a week ago, in sitting in stillness, shifting into a state of receiving. It shifts your energy. Sometimes that doing masculine energy can actually translate into an energy rooted in lack, which is only going to cause more stress, more not enoughness, and more lack. Whereas sitting in stillness, opening yourself up to receiving is really rooted in an energy of abundance. And that's going to attract more abundance. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. Sorry. (laughs) That's all for today. Again, if you want some extra guidance, definitely give the guided meditation in the bonus episode a listen. I created it so that you can save it and meditate with it daily to help you get started. So I hope that that offers you some support in your own meditation practice. And I hope you have an amazing week sending you all my love and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.